It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and on Spotify and Apple, and of course, wherever you get your good podcast from. Well, I hope you had a fantastic day yesterday. It's around this time that we start to lose track of the days, but it is a Monday. Feels just like an extended weekend, uh, a Monday, it's Boxing Day the 26th day for December for 2022. Well, that is Christmas Day behind us. Our next stop now is New Year's Eve. And I certainly hope that you had a fantastic Christmas Day yesterday spent with friends and family. We had way too much food where I was, so it's going to be Christmas leftovers for the next uh, few days. And coming up, we're going to have a look at the Week in Review. We are talking with Eugene Carroll from Mac. Maxwell Collins Real Estate there in Geelong. We also talked to Richard King from Bastion Property Group to look at Canberra. And Deborah Brady is here from Ray White in Perth to tell us about the shortage of real estate people working there. She is at the moment in recruit mode. And if you're thinking about leaving Australia in 2023, maybe Dubai is a place you've considered. We are going to talk to Raphael Sintron in Dubai about the Dubai real estate property market. We also talk about the latest tax benefits and how working in Dubai can save you money. And we round it off by talking to Alex Fleury on the Gold Coast about the luxury property market and also a bit of a look ahead to 2023. So that is all coming up right here next on the Real Estate Breakfast. If you've got a question that needs answering, you can email us at myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. We are just as addicted to property as you are. Every weekday morning from 6.30. It's the Main Centre Forecast with PRD. Selling smarter every day. All right, let's have a look at your weather on this Monday morning. First, we go to Sydney and expecting blue skies with the sunshine. 29 degrees is your forecast high. In Melbourne today, a possible afternoon shower or a storm. Temperature extremely warm, 32 degrees. Brisbane expecting 27 is your forecast high with one or two showers. And in Perth, it is the place to to be also along with Sydney mostly sunny blue skies and a high today of 26 degrees. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Geelong, it's uh, one of those areas in the country that has had a pretty decent go of it uh, with property sales, interstate buyers of course moving into Geelong and what sort of a year have you had for 2022? The start of the year, it was booming. Prices were going up. Every six weeks, we'd do an appraisal and then you'd find that that the prices had had gone up again. So the interest rates started to kick in. They started to go up. Inflation had to come back. So all of a sudden, uh, the the prices started to stagnate a little bit more. So it was a little bit more of a challenge in the second half of the year. I saw the other day that you had this auction of a 163-year-old church, and I've got to say, I have seen the photos of this. It looks absolutely stunning, particularly the, the stonework on this church. 
It's fantastic, yes. When I first looked at the property, I thought, yes, I'll take this one. It looks looks amazing. The bluestone is fantastic. The harboured floors, amazing. The rake ceilings, lead light windows, and then the bell tower. So it had the actual and, and usable bell tower, which was uh, came in handy on auction day too. If it gets turned into a family home, what a great way to signal to the kids time to come home for dinner. True, that's right. And there's a fair bit of space to, for the kids to run around in around the ground, so it's well uh, well positioned. Okay, so if you are a church organisation and you're thinking about selling your church, I can tell you that Eugene Carroll is the person to speak to. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) It's your weekend real estate breakfast. The real estate market itself, I understand that there's a bit of a shortage at the moment in Perth for real estate people. And already, of course, it's been a, a huge attractor, like a lot of people deciding to take up real estate. So what's happening in that space at the minute? Absolutely right. There's a a shortage of key staff across many, many industries and real estate just happens to sit in that same space as well. But many firms, including ours, are actively looking to recruit uh, people within the property management space as well as in the um, sales. We're sort of reaching out interstate to try and encourage people to to come to WA now because the borders are open. They can sort of still go back to the East Coast whenever they want. We just have so much to offer in terms of our beaches, in terms of the river. The weather is just absolutely extraordinary. So if you want to change, there are a lot of opportunities in Western Australia. You have heard it from Deborah this morning and she is looking for real estate agents as well. So you might want to pick up the phone or uh, send off an email. And another good talking point uh, of the Real Estate Podcast has been the strength. And we've continuously talked about the strength of the Perth property market. Now, what are some of the things that you're looking Looking forward to next year for 2023 there? I suppose money that's being spent on infrastructure here in Western Australia, the continuation of, of the sort of green energy, also some of our mining uh, companies and what have you with exploration, that there is so much opportunity here. So we are seeing people actually moving into the state and we're hoping that we're going to continue to see that So we will continue to have good growth going into 2023. There's a shortage of stock just at the minute, Craig, uh, particularly in the area that I work in. Um, We're just hoping if some of the people perhaps in retirement and what have you, living in bigger homes, and this is again across the whole Perth market, uh, that they can find alternative, I hate to call it downsizing, uh, but if they can find right-sizing home for the next 25 years of their life, then that will free up um, more family homes for sort of the expanding families in, in this market. Okay, and uh, what about the vendors there in Perth, particularly for November and December? Have Has there been a bit of a problem with people just deciding to delay and go to market next year? Yes, we've had vendors saying, look, we'll go to the market next year. Um, and then, in fact, coming back to us and saying, oh, look, maybe we'll just launch before uh, Christmas. So we are actually launching some some properties where we will advertise them as being um, open later in January. But we're giving people a little sneak preview. So we are seeing quite a bit of activity of 
almost people changing their mind a little bit there and saying, well, okay, let's get really ready. So we're actually being quite busy leading into this last five days now, or working days, if you like, of uh, Christmas getting ready for more activity in that uh, towards that end of late Jan. It's your Real Estate Weekend Podcast in Review. How busy did you find the property sector there from your own personal experience? The property sector here, specifically because of the Expo 2020, last year we had this huge event, millions of people came and visited Dubai, and the property markets exploded. Also, because of the season, in winter, everybody is more motivated to live here, to invest here. They see the potential of the city, and there's so much money coming in every single winter. Last year was even better because of that Expo event. And just talk to us about tax, because traditionally you never had to pay tax, but now they are bringing in the 9% tax, which is kicking in at 375000 So you're tax-free up to 375000 then your 9% tax kicks in. Is that right? That's right. That only applies to local companies that sell to local residents. So in Australia, if, for example, an Australian person moves to Dubai, and they sell to Australians and they have an online business or they do real estate and they don't sell here locally, the tax doesn't apply to them. And is that like a bit of a thing in Dubai with people doing that, international people coming to Dubai? Yes. Most people here, they have a business somewhere else. They move to Dubai because of the tax benefits and because it's, it's a lot safer than many countries around the world. If they're looking for, let's say they don't like the cold weather, they want to stay in a warm weather environment all year, they can stay here and still pay zero tax. And tell me, what is the golden visa? What is that? If you buy property worth 550,000 US dollars, we're talking over 600,000 Australian dollars, which is 2 million local currency, you get a 10-year golden visa that acts essentially as a permanent residency. You extend it every 10 years and all your family receives that visa. I think most people in Australia wouldn't know the difference between Abu Dhabi and Dubai. So what's the main difference, particularly when it comes to property, what's the main difference between Abu Dhabi and Dubai? I would say in Dubai, the rental returns are a lot higher just because there's many more tourists and many more people staying here that are expats and are willing to spend that extra money on rent. In Abu Dhabi, you have a lot of local old money, as they call it. The prices are more expensive for real estate in most cases for what you get here versus what you get in Abu Dhabi. But if you're an investor, Dubai makes a lot more sense if you're looking for a property that appreciates fast and also rental returns. So coming back to the summer, when summer kicks in, it's been described as unlivable. So tell us a little bit about that in the summertime. It definitely is unlivable. I spent here summer last year and it gets about 50 degrees, sometimes around 45 to 50 degrees. So it's not really the time to be here. A lot of people, they live here during the winter. So let's say from October all the way to March or April. And the rest of the time they go back home or they spend their time in Europe because the summer is there. So definitely not not the time to be here. It's your Real Estate Weekend podcast in review. Just how much of a change, particularly, I guess, after Q1 and all, 
of 2022. How much of that sort of changed a little bit, given that, you know, the prices did go up for such a long period of time? Yes, there was an adjustment. I'd say it was actually around Easter that we started to see a little bit of pullback on the prices and the sellers had to take into account that the buyers had a little bit more control over the market. That did pull back a little bit on the finance. There was an adjustment coming through the market there, but the premium properties, if they were reasonably priced, uh, turnkey ready, where there were no building works or renovations or any uh, kind of construction work that that was required, the premium products did hold a certain premium in the market. Uh, and that was simply because buyers wanted something that was turnkey ready with no headaches and no trades that they had to deal with on an elongated period. So that, uh, that premium product still held its market value, I have to say. Okay. And what's been happening in the last month or two, sort of heading towards Christmas, obviously, but over the last six weeks, what's the market been doing? It's been interesting. The last six weeks, I think we've seen quite high ebbs and flows with with peaks and valleys in in terms of buyer activity. When the Reserve Bank was putting interest rates up, there was a bit of a shock to the system where buyers were just a little bit apprehensive. They were were following back slightly on on their offers and just a little bit apprehensive to, to spring forward, not quite knowing whether the bottom was ahead of us or behind us or whether we were in the bottom. So there was a little bit of a hesitation there. But what I've always found is that when you break it down and you you say to, you know, you've got a buyer or a seller and you, you know, put the point that today's seller is tomorrow's buyer. So as long as you're exchanging in the same market, really interest rates are just the bank saying, well, we, we want our share. No, no different to uh, stamp duty or the agent's commission. Uh, God forbid somebody wants to pay an agent some commission. But, you know, really the value of the property doesn't change. It's just reallocated between the homeowner and the bank. So of course, there's a value. The bank takes its cut, government takes its cut, and the the homeowner is left with their cut. And as long as homeowners can proportionately attach that to their transaction so that they catch and throw in the same market, you do get deals done. And that's what we started to see come through now. So you work in the luxury property market there. Let's uh, have a look at a moment. Like if you reflect back over 2022 there on the Gold Coast, what's a moment in the year that kind of stood out for you, for your market, working in the luxury market? What's a key moment of the year that you can sort of reflect on and share? I think I would give that moment to Victoria. She secured a property and a buyer working alongside Amir, and they got a $20 million sale done, which was a record in Paradise Waters. Uh, the the property is called North Point. It's an absolute stunning Floridian-style mansion, uh, well-deserving of the price and well-deserving of the name. Absolutely amazing property. So that, even in a, a market that was pulling back, achieved a record on top of a record. And I think that would be the highlight of the year, not just the highlight of the year. I think that I'll take that with me for the next uh, 30 years, that, that highlight. Thanks, Craig. Uh, happy to be here. You've had some pretty big names on the show, so I hope I can measure up. Yeah, well, it's just a conversation between you, me and a few people listening. So what about those ups and downs recently for Canberra? Now, we shouldn't forget, amongst all of those ups and downs, there has been growth that the city has gone through with property prices. For the past 24 months, we went through a pretty, you know, incredible growth period. And as a result of that, if you look at any economic cycle, you're always going to see a correction on the backside of it. If we look back 
to where we were 24 months ago, we're well and truly ahead. If you look at the start of the pandemic, people were buying no matter what. You know, if it needed a reno, people were in boots and all. Then came the interest rates and people became a little bit more circumspect, a little bit more discerning, shall we say. So are you expecting to see more of that into 2023? People were purchasing renovators or fixer-uppers as a way of getting themselves into an area, a home the size of what what would be suitable for their family that they may not have been able to afford if it was the finished product. I think there's a little bit more to that dynamic shift than just, you know, changes to interest rates. I think what has contributed to that as well is the availability of trades in the ACT is, you know, scarce at the moment. Expect the unexpected probably into the new year around what vendors are are doing. It's probably going to be quite busy for you, do you think, uh, the other side? Well, again, that's an interesting one, Craig. I've actually been giving the advice that if it's manageable or if it's possible for vendors to prepare their homes for sale with an auction date scheduled for late January is probably going to be one of the better outcomes for them. The reason that I've been giving that advice is during this holiday period, this tends to be quite a busy period. I've gone to the extent of ensuring that any properties that I'll have online, I have a solicitor teed up to be able to provide advice to any buyers, meaning that I can still transact properties during that time. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.